0: Legends, it's me, Kirsty Wiebeck. Thank you for joining me on another episode of The Best Podcast, where each week I take a look at a couple of different topics, and I present to you the best of those topics, very objectively. No further correspondence will be entered into. It's not my opinions. Uh, If you've been listening all along, you'll know this. They're just objective truths, and therefore, they stick. What's going on? How are you going? I hope you're doing well. A couple of hot days here in Melbourne. I say this as I look at Fergie, my beautiful, big, fluffy ginger cat, scurrying around the house looking for the coolest spot. We've been having some pretty big discussions with Fergie this week because if you follow my social media, which I'll assume that you do, if you don't, please get to it. All of your support counts. Uh, It's mostly just a spam feed, if I'm honest, across multiple platforms of photos of Fergie. However, if you do follow my social media, you'll probably remember that when we first uh, had Fergie move in, which was earlier on this year, we adopted her from a friend of a friend. She had uh, very bouffant fur, really bouffant, and she hates being brushed like, it stresses her out so much, we can do it to an end, like, we've learnt what her favourite treat is, and every couple of weeks, we can, one of us can give her her favourite treat, which, incidentally, is this disgusting seafood goo that you, like, squeeze out of the tube. So, you can really slowly squeeze it out of the tube I'm sorry, this is disgusting and it's really gross visuals as well, but stick with me. You can squeeze it out of the tube and she will really slowly basically be hand fed, right? So one of you distracts her with this gross tube of seafood while the other gets a few brushes in. But it, like, she really loves this treat, but she can't be fooled. So she's like, um, I have noticed that you are trying to get rid of my naturally occurring dreadlocks whilst I'm eating this delicious fish stick that is stinking out the entire house. So every now and then I'm going to do a quick spin around and intimidate the person doing the brushing. So the thing with the Ferg is that like, she, like, she has very wild fur. You know, Like, this is a bouffant situation, you know. I mean, there's furry cats, but then, like, it's astronomical. And she would need to be willing to be brushed every day, basically, to keep on top of that fur. So when we first got her, her fur was a little bit matted. And just naturally, definitely, the previous owner loved and adored her and took great care of her. However, it's just impossible for a cat with fur that wild to not end up with, yeah, little, little clumps happening all around. So anyway, this is, uh, as usual, I've dragged this out to be a very long story, but you've got to remember that I've made a career out of that, okay? So bear with me. <laughs> so we got her shaved. I could have said that four minutes ago, but no, you needed the dramatic foreshadowing. So when we first got up, we literally took her straight to the vet and because she needs to be sedated. So she has to get it done at the vet. And and so when she came out, she was completely shaved. She had one of those line cuts. So she still had fluffy like knee high boots on (laughs) and like a fluffy tail and a fluffy little lion's mane and just completely shaved we have started to chat to Fergie about the fact that that might be an annual summer thing. And the funny thing is, I didn't ever know that this was a thing, but I guess the way society's gone, and the way that social media is as well, I guess it's just an open invitation for every Tom, Dick and Harry, and every single stranger in the world to have an opinion on everything that you're up to. But when when we first got Fergie and when I would post photos of her on social media, I, I actually got attacked constantly by people, like just talking about how cruel it was and what a sick joke and like, why don't you come up with something that's actually funny rather than doing something inhum- so inhumane to your pet, like blah, blah, blah. What a weird take though. I think that's so strange that that would be someone's go-to to assume that you were just at home and like you and and maybe a partner if you've got a partner we're just a little bored maybe a little bit down in the dumps and you're like we need to come up with a way to cheer ourselves up should we plan a weekend away should we go camping and get back to nature should we go for a walk along the beach tonight and then get an ice cream Should we watch an episode of our favorite TV show? No. No. I have the perfect idea. Let's give our cat the most ridiculous haircut you can imagine and then we'll be able to laugh at her for about six months while it grows out. What? (laughs) It's such a bizarre thing. Anyway, I started out having to preface like every every single time I posted a photo of the Ferg. I would have to preface it with the fact that Like, it's literally, for medical purposes for a cat, that fluffy. Like, can you imagine how painful it would be if you had, like, a little naturally occurring dreadlock that would just catch on things and, like, give a little tug on your skin every so often? Like, it's not a very pleasant situation. Anyway, I'm also assuming that vets probably wouldn't do it if the only reason that you're getting that done to your cat is for a laugh. You know, like I just assumed that it wouldn't even be a service that were offered if it was purely for comedic purposes. (laughs) Anyway, friends, that's where we're at. So you can look forward, probably in the next few weeks, we'll see how we go. You can look forward to seeing some um, photos of Fergie sporting her new super fast haircut. What else is happening? What else is going on down here? Uh, Thunderstorm asthma i just read an article about thunderstorm asthma. <laughs> it's a slow news week, isn't it? I decided to probably freestyle this episode because usually I have like a little list of things that I might want to talk about in the half hour. You'd actually be surprised, I think, about how difficult it is to just speak on your own for any certain length of time, and I mean, this podcast has really helped me become more comfortable with just pulling an idea completely out of thin air, but I usually have like a little set list, and I'll write it down, and I'll be like, well, I'll talk about that thing, and I'll talk about that thing, but today I was like, nah, do you know what? I'll just freestyle it. I'm sure I've got loads of things to talk about, and now I'm like, um, thunderstorm, asthma, how about that? Whenever I read about asthma, <laughs> this is bad. I don't. I shouldn't even tell you this story. My sisters and I all had asthma when we were growing up, like to the point where we had to carry Ventolin. It wasn't really, really bad asthma. I have certainly had friends with worse asthma. I'm not saying we had the worst <laughs> asthma, but we definitely had it and we'd carry around Ventolin and it was often exercise triggered. It turns out it wasn't exclusively exercise triggered though because... Whenever I read about asthma, I think about the time, like, I would have been like nine or ten. And I went through a real phase where I thought it was hilarious scaring my sisters. And I remember we went away to the coast on a holiday. And I, I, I feel like the bathroom was like an outhouse or something. But anyway, for some reason, it was after dark and I was loitering outside <laughs> as, a, as if I needed a reason. <laughs> I was just a strange child. And my little sister was coming around the corner and I knew, and like basically I jumped out and I scared her, but I scared her so much that she had an asthma attack, which is terrible that is such a terrible story that's a terrible thing to do the reason that I can tell the story and that I can laugh about it now is well there's two reasons firstly she's fine she was fine she got over it she had a little squirt of her puffer and she got on with her evening but like <laughs> but what was the other reason <laughs> oh cuz it's just awful like just scaring people like that is a terrible thing to do It's a really awful thing to do. And I just love thinking about how that was my main source of entertainment for like a good six months of my youth. Basically until mum banned me after making my little sister have an asthma attack, which is fair enough. As a parent, you have some responsibilities, and one of them is to ban your child from making their sibling have medical episodes, I think. Anyway, I'm not a parent, but that's what I think. And I wasn't banned from many things either as a child. I really wasn't. So, you know, mum took that very seriously. The, The only other thing that I can think of off the top of my head that I was banned from was in i think i would have been in grade five and bobby brown's humping around song was like a mega hit and i don't think i properly knew what it meant i probably did a little bit because i hung out with a lot of boys and they seemed to know a lot more about a lot more things than i did but i used to walk around the house singing ain't nobody humping around And I remember being banned from that. So good on you, Mrs. Wiebeck. Uh, What you need to know now, though, is that I sing that song all the time and there's nothing you can do about it now. I don't plot twist, everybody. I absolutely do not sing it. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Gee, times have really gotten tough on the podcast today, (laughs) haven't they? It's cool that we get to be out and about a little bit more in Melbourne at the moment. Today today is the 12th day of double donuts. So no new cases and no lives lost. And the rolling average is down, down, down. There are barely any active cases here. There are barely any cases across Australia, which is wild to me. If you think about how a few months ago there were 700 cases like new cases in a day and the fact that we have managed to get that down to 12 days of no cases like that it's just the biggest achievement and and I like I don't think about it enough I think we got so used to just waiting for the press conferences and waiting to find out you know, what parts of our old lives we could have back that I really haven't stopped that much to think about exactly how impressive it is that we have managed to stamp it down to such a low, low level. It's just, it's a massive, massive thing. And it's, yeah, I mean, for generations to come, it's, you know, going to be a a major part of history from this time. And I think, yeah, anyway, (laughs) I'm getting all emotional. I'm not really, uh, but I, I do think it's super impressive. And yeah, it, it definitely, you know, pays to stop and have a think about everything that the, the whole state has achieved every now and then, uh, rather than just going, yeah, cool, we can go to the pub, hooray, which is also very valid. Don't for a second think I am not saying it's very valid to go to the pub because it is. It's a cool thing. Now, before I get into the topics that I'd like to discuss today, I just want to say as well that I have had a request from a new listener. Now, the new listener is called Stephen. And hello, Stephen. Thank you for reaching out. Now, Stephen has put in a request that I cover off on the best Madonna song. Stephen has very graciously... And uh, kindly, I guess kindly, prefaced the request by letting me know that he is a Madonna super fan and that he will essentially bring down my career if I spread misinformation about the best Madonna song. With that in mind, I'm very excited to take on the challenge, not today, one I've got a bunch of live gigs booked in in the next few weeks and I'd like to be able to do them before Stephen brings down my career because he hasn't offered any hints as to what he would like the best song to be. And really, I'd be able to avoid all of his thinly veiled (laughs) threats. They're not veiled at all. (laughs) But I'd be able to circumvent them if I just knew what answer I needed to put for (laughs) it. but I don't have any hints, so I would like to see out 2020 as a comedian, so I'm going to do some serious research, I'm going to go through Madonna's back catalogue, and I will be covering off on the best Madonna song and or album in the next few weeks, Uh, so thank you so much Stephen for reaching out, and also before I get uh, cracking on the topics for today, I just... On the point of having a few stand-up gigs coming up, I'd just like to really quickly say that I will be hosting uh, Catfish Comedy. Uh, Actually, I am pretty sure that that one... Let's just have a look. Sorry, bear with me while I have a look on here. Yeah, okay. So the 24th of November, I'll be hosting two shows at the Catfish in Fitzroy on... Gertrude Street and so there's a 7pm show there's a 9:30pm show they are both sold out however i think they're going to announce more tickets being released really shortly as a result of restrictions easing so there's that one so if you can get around to that and then on Friday the 27th of November i'm on the lineup at Comedy Republic which is a wonderful custom built Brand new comedy theatre on Burke Street in Melbourne CBD. It's opposite Target down there, so it's very easy to get to. And I will be doing two shows there at seven and nine thirty p.m. So go check out Comedy Republic because they have got some really really great lineups coming up, and that's going to be the spot to watch for live comedy in Melbourne. Finally, uh, it's so nice just to have some gigs to plug to you, and um, you know regardless of ticket sales and whatever, I still get paid. <laughs> so I don't want you to think that this is a desperate uh, bid for me to, to get bums on sets because it's not like a comedy festival kind of arrangement where, you know, for, for me to get paid, I need people to come and watch it. But I, I want people to get back around live comedy. This is, yeah, it's huge that we're able to perform again. And I'm working on new jokes, so it's very exciting. So let's have a look here. December 2nd. I'm going out to regional Victoria for the first time uh, for months and months and months. And I'm taking my very good friend, Dan Connell, who is a wonderful comedian. I'm taking him with me and we're doing a show in Castlemaine on Wednesday, the 2nd of December. So if you're a Castlemaine or Dalesford or, you know, if you're from anywhere around that area, get around that. That'll be a really, really, really great show. Uh, What else have I got? Uh, December 10 as well back at Comedy Republic. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Um, another shout out, I don't know if they're up and running yet, but another shout out to a great room is Thursday Comedy at the Euro and also Basement Comedy at the Euro on Saturdays. So uh, yeah, check out their socials as well for any upcoming shows. But yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. We're back, baby. We're back. And I will hopefully have other things to talk about on stage other than thunderstorm asthma. Also, I never actually got to say this when I mentioned thunderstorm asthma earlier, but take care. If you're out and about over the next few days, take care. Because I went for a walk this morning and it's hot and it's windy and it's full of pollen and it was not a good time. Did you also think that wearing a mask would make you immune from hay fever? Or is that just me not understanding science? Anyway, it turns out, wrong. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. If anything, my, like my neighbourhood's got so many plane trees in it, and if anything, I feel like it exacerbates it sometimes when stuff gets stuck down the mask. Anyway, are you looking forward to hay fever season being over? So I stopped banging on about it on this podcast. Seriously though, thank you so much for tuning in Again, your support is always very, very deeply appreciated And I love that you join me each week And that you also, um, yeah, spread the word for me That's outstanding also I almost, because I've been swimming a little bit in the sea lately I almost started banging on about the Peter pub again today And then I remembered that I had talked about the Peter pub on the episode last week. And I'm just having a quick scroll. Oh, I can't find it. uh, Olivia messaged me on Instagram. That's right. Big shout out to Olivia. And, uh, yeah, we had a little bit of a chat about the Peter pub. And so basically, Olivia was going to get a medal medal. next year for the Peter pub for um, it being their 10th swim. 10th year of doing the Peter pub. So yeah, unfortunately they're not going to get that, you know, the medal celebration and all of the, you know, super fun times that come with that. So huge shout out to your legend. I just, yeah, Sorry about the disjointed way I presented that information. I was having a quick stroll through Instagram because I wanted to make sure that I got your name right. But massive shout out. How disappointing. 10 years is huge though. And also thank you for giving me some tips on some other swims to do. And I hope they make a really big song and dance about your 10 years the following year when we can actually have a proper peer-to-pub event. And uh, yeah, I'll probably see you there hopefully there won't be a wardrobe malfunction that year but we can't tell can we we don't know we don't know what's going to happen all right legends uh let's get into it turns out i had way more things to say than i realized so first topic for today is herbs i can't believe i haven't done this one earlier i think herbs are very contentious they can be very controversial i'm looking at you coriander now whether you're a lover or a hater of coriander one thing is certain if you love it you're wrong if you love it you're wrong coriander is the devil's grass it's awful it's disgusting i think my hatred of coriander stems pun very much intended from when i worked at Woolies woden in canberra big shout out to the Woolies woden crew In my teens, and when somebody brought uh, fresh coriander through your checkout and you had to scan it, your hands reeked of coriander for the whole rest of the shift, and it was the worst. So straight off the bat, coriander's not the best herb. It sucks. I hate it. It's no good. I don't think there are any other ones that I feel so strongly about, and by me I mean everyone, because this is objective, obviously. It's not just about me. So let's take a look at some of the good ones and then I'll just tell you what the best one is. How about that? Let's follow the format. Follow the format. Parsley. Look, it's not absolute shit like coriander, but what? And like, why do people always think that more is more with parsley? Have you noticed that? Like often when a dish has parsley in it, it has parsley in it. It has parsley in it. Parsley, 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 blah, oh, blah, 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 blah. Or what happened. I don't know. I started out trying to say parsley over and over really quickly, but it got out of control really quickly. Um have a go. Let me know how you go. It's it's too maybe it's my lisp, but it's too annoying to say. Like it doesn't roll off your tongue well enough to say it over and over in a row. Anyway, have a crack at it, let me know how you go. Parsley's rubbish. Mint. Mint's great. We grew mint. Mint is so easy to grow, so don't get me wrong, this isn't a brag. We grew mint in our garden when I was growing up and my sisters and I used to pick it and eat it as a snack while we were playing. Like there were snacks in the cupboards, but we just thought it was cool to be able to eat something out of the garden. Which is true. That is cool. That's really cool. Dill. Uh oh, I was wrong before. Dill's crap. Dill's going in the same uh, category as coriander. Dill's gross. You know what the worst thing you can possibly do in the world, right? What there's no greater crime. This might be a slight exaggeration. But it's to wreck a potato salad with dill. Like you know when you see this delicious potato salad and you're like, yes. And you're really hungry and you're like, yes, I am going to absolutely go to town on that potato salad. And then you see that they have smattered it in dill. Worst crime. Worst barbecue crime. When you go to a barbecue or a picnic and they've wrecked the potato salad with dill. Worst barbecue slash picnic crime. Basil. Delightful. Absolutely delightful. Little bit of basil on a margarita pizza. Yes, love it. Sage. Dunno. No firm views on sage. It's fine. I mean, what's it in? Apparently, you can use it to relieve cuts and inflammation. There you go. And it also helps with memory issues. Ironic that I forgot to mention that. Never mind. Rosemary. Rosemary's good. Again, rosemary on a potato pizza. Is this a pizza episode or a herb episode? We don't know. Rosemary, very good. Yes, very good. Thyme insert bad pun about this i've got a lot of time for time there you go i've already done it i did it i pretended like i was too cool and i wasn't going to do it and then i ended up doing it anyway fennel uh no fennel no uh what else chives chives are okay um bay leaves are apparently a herb bay leaves Like what? I don't even know what they add to things. You know how you put them in and then you're meant to take them out but a lot of the time people leave them in and then it wrecks whatever it is that you're making. Yeah don't do it. Don't. Peppermint. Delightful. Absolutely delightful. I'm into that. Uh, Lemongrass. Lemongrass is great. Love a bit of lemongrass in a Thai curry. Yep very good. Awesome. Now look, there's a lot of herbs out there, but I've just covered off on a bunch of ones that are good and obviously the two evil diabolical herbs that are dill and coriander. So let's get stuck into it. The winner of the best herb goes to Basil. Yeah, hooray. Well done. Congratulations Basil, you have nailed it. I'd like to give a special mention also to a close runner-up, which is Rosemary and actually also Mint. Mint goes in there as well, but Basil, you've nailed it. You're refreshing. You're delightful. You're an absolute ripper on a margarita pizza or in a salad. Good on you, Basil. All right, Legends, thank you so much for sticking around for the second topic in this week's episode of The Best, and it is, of course, Toasted Sandwich Fillings. Now, this is a very short, this is a very short segment today. So short, in fact, that I would like to announce the winner of The Best Toasted Sandwich Fillings goes to cheese and tomato. (laughs) Hooray. Congratulations, cheese and tomato. There's no point in even mentioning anything else. It really isn't. I've never done it before on the podcast. I've never done it before. I've always gone through a bunch of other possible contenders, but no one comes even remotely close when it comes to toasted sandwich fillings. Cheese and tomato is so quick. It's so easy to make, it's so easy to get from a cafe when you're on the fly. It's very, very basic. I have been to cafes in the most remote areas of Australia and you can 100% always get a cheese and tomato toasty. The only way to wreck a cheese and tomato toasty is to chuck some ham on it. You don't know what the kind of ham is. You don't know what quality it is. You don't know what part of its life cycle it's in plot twist it's always dead but you know what I mean that's a very dark joke so a bit of vegetarian humor there but you don't like you don't know you know that even if the tomato is like a little bit flowery and not the best tomato it is still going to be amplified by the cheese on a cheese and tomato toasty you can never ever go wrong so as such The winner of the best toasted sandwich filling goes to cheese and tomato hands down no further correspondence will be entered into thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the best don't forget that it's actually you who's the best i really appreciate you for tuning in massive shout out to everybody who is on my patreon thank you so much legends i have a bonus episode coming out this week with a wonderful local comedian Keep your eyes peeled for that. Otherwise, take care out there. Beware of thunderstorm asthma. Do not sneak around, scaring your siblings. Have fun. Enjoy. Wash your hands. Stay hydrated. You're the best. I'm Kirsty Wiebeck. I'll catch you very, very soon for another episode. See you.